Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your, he said the whip looked familiar because his bitch in it, host Clay Bonin. As always, I am joined by my, and she's smart as fuck, I got this bitch straight out of Yale, co-host Tanner Mavis. Yeah. You brought up, uh, we're wearing the same outfits as we were in the previous podcast because we're recording this the same day, but you brought up Ken Carson during the Jared interview, and when I like left during the break, I listened to Ken Carson, and I was like... Damn, this song really does fucking. Bro, like, bro. like, like that's that's who I'm gonna talk about. Who I'm, or is that okay? All right, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. About. We'll wait on it. We'll wait <laughs> on it. Um, as always, I want to remind everybody: follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. You see the graphic popping up right here. Subscribe to us on YouTube, the TV page, as well as the main page. Um, and join the Discord. Follow us on TikTok. And in a bit of, uh, I just, well, not really Soul Serum news, but just as a reminder, uh, take a look into our podcast, or uh, uh, don't take a look into our podcast, <laughs> take a look into our Patreon. Couple of different tiers in there, you're getting a lot of good benefits in there, and you are, uh, your money's going towards a good cause and helping us out here. So just give that a look. Anybody out there who is a VFX artist, a graphic designer, editor, uh, anything of that sort. Um, we are looking to expand the team. Uh, maybe yeah. possibly a couple of roles. You gotta be hard, though. Like, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, not only do you have to be hard, but you also have to be a cool person. Yeah. Like, not not cool, but like, would we enjoy hanging out with you? Yeah. You know, that's Something really like it. that. When somebody that's really about this shit, this shit, and like wants it to be their career. Yeah, this is this is a great opportunity. You know, if if anybody wants to get in on on the yeah. the ground floor of this, because really, specifically, we're looking for more editors, like VFX people, to help mm-hmm. John with the videos but again like you gotta be on john's level which not many of y'all are out there on his level but if you know any friends or anything anybody they don't have to be local to cincinnati or northern kentucky anybody anywhere who has an internet connection tell them come holler at us yeah we'll we'll see there's a a couple people out in la that we're, we're gonna link up with that do it yeah that do some editing stuff yeah we get we can we can make long distance connections we're gonna we can, have we to bro that. we got we got file file transfers mm-hmm. um i think that's really it though as far as yeah. Soul join, the fucking patreon, yeah. join the patreon bro we have like eight patreon people in there like it'd be dope to have like 20 yeah like by end of may like have like 20 in there like yeah. that'd be solid that would be really cool tell your friends tell yeah. your grandma we have some fun shit like I, like just uh seth seth shout out to seth in the uh, discord he was saying that he was asking if people wanted to go to the Reds game or something. And I was like, damn, we could like do yeah. like we could do like Patreon content, like going to the Reds game and like have have somebody with the camera just like vlog the shit yeah, and just like have that. like a pregame, go to the Reds game and then like drop drop it on the Patreon. Like watch, I feel like watch us get crazy off nine dollar yeah, Bud Lights. I feel like that'd be funny. That'd be funny as fuck. <laughs> that would be for fun, Patreon. Actually, yeah, you that would, go. would be really good. Um, well, yeah. So everybody join the Patreon. Fuck with us if you do VFX. Um, but let's go ahead and get into our first segment, uh, what we've been listening to recently. Um, and I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to give uh, the first ever non-music-related answer to what I've been listening to recently. Um, this, What I've been listening to, uh, podcast lovers, music lovers, 
Kanye West lovers. That's that's who this is for. It's it is called the Dissect yeah, Podcast. I've listened to it. Cole Kushna is the host of it. He is a wildly smart guy. Um, he gives what I really okay. So the basis of the show, right? For anybody who doesn't know, is he will spend an entire season um, going song by song on a classic, mainly hip hop album giving in-depth analysis uh, on each song to help kind of enrich the meaning and and really, I think, like, help show people that this is, like, an art form. Um, but it is, I mean, he is incredible. Like, the level of research and, and the level of intelligence that he has in every bit of his analysis is like insanely impressive and, and very inspirational but he uh just came out with his eighth season um and he's doing yeezus this Ooh. this time around and Shout it's, out, hey i just saw yesterday that um the people that are making the kanye documentary just sold just sold it to netflix for yeah, 30 mil I it's, did it's see like that it's like 15 20 years in the making mm-hmm, or some shit mm-hmm. like that it's like and it, i think it was it's being directed by like one of the first like video people Kanye met on like the through yeah. the wire video That's set crazy. or something like Bro, they that. need to roll that so. out like the last dance, like Michael Jordan, like yeah. like season by season, like or like episode by episode. I will I will uh start getting on Twitter regularly if they do it. If they do it That's like that. Be that would crazy. be crazy. like I I feel like obviously we get our Kanye's greatness, but like older generations like mm-hmm. don't fucking understand. They just know Kanye the Crazy, crazy Kanye, acted out yeah. on Taylor Swift, and then now he loves MAGA no, and Donald Trump. Like, yeah, it, that's yeah. not Kanye that, that we know. Well, that's what's one thing that's really cool about listening to him do the the Yeezus um, album is like so obviously as with any album, what's really important about it in understanding it is like understanding the context around it and who this artist was at this time and all of their outside factors that go in on this. And this era of Kanye, this like 2012 to 2014-ish, 2015-ish era Kanye is like, is the crazy Kanye. It's the, it's the, you ain't got the answer, sway Kanye. (laughs) Like it's him doing all of these interviews and it's it's really interesting to hear Cole Kushner give these analysis analyses analyses. I don't think I've ever said that word I plural think it's analyses. before. Analyses, right? Okay. It's it's interesting hearing him give these analyses on the Kanye uh, song. It's so far at the time of recording, it's only been two episodes. By the time this comes out, it might be three. But but it's. Looking at Kanye then, like the how sway, you ain't got the answer sway, Kanye, into what he's done now, like, I think people forget, uh, to me at least, it's almost like this was like the taking off point of Kanye starting to, like, I don't know, for lack of a better term, liberate himself, because he comes out with Yeezy, like the clothing brand, like two years yeah. after this, but it's it's amazing, Your Cole Kushner in the Dissect podcast gives this great... Like I said, scholarly, academic sort of look at at Jesus um, culturally, but he also talks about it musically. Like he's a classically trained uh, pianist, I believe, so he knows music theory and he explains why, like on site, like that opening, like like why does that feel so jarring to you? Why did Kanye choose that? Like. 
the drums on that on that song and he talks about the sample it's it is just like a truly amazing podcast yeah. for anybody who likes who who wants to learn more about their favorite album in, in an in-depth way yeah I watched the Breakfast Club interview of Kanye from 2013 when, like, Jesus, like, first came out and he was mm-hmm. on the Jesus tour. Yeah. Like, I just feel like his attitude, like, the Kanye attitude, like, like, I'm not sticking to, like, the old shit. Like, I'm trying to make new shit. Like, and I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Like, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to be a generational. Like, he kept comparing himself to, like, I'm the Michelangelo of this generation. Like, I'm the Steve Jobs yep. of music. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a rapper. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. an artist, and that's and where it that, all started. Like that, like, like the yeet, like I feel like that energy you hear it in the the Sonics and the different things that he plucks out in, throughout Jesus. You know what I mean? Totally, totally. That's and that's that's uh, kind of what what um, they talk about in the the on site the opening track. Like like Kanye, he says in an interview, he's like, okay, blood on the leaves would have been like the right choice. Like I could have given you all blood on the leaves to start the album, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted to (laughs) confront you all and I wanted to, to bring this energy. So I don't know. It's just something I would, so everybody should go listen to the dissect podcast. He does my beautiful dark twisted fantasy to pimp a butterfly flower boy. And I'm forgetting a couple of the other. He's done like eight seasons now, That's but dope, but they are. I, I have now. listened to. It. I uh, I forget what episodes I listened to. But and he does uh, briefly. I think he did Blonde or Channel Orange. He did one of those albums as well. I'm gonna have to listen great. to that. But uh, yeah, so that was a, a history right there. First non-music related answer. That's good. Good. Um, but what do you have uh, for us, Tanner? That yeah, you've been he had it in the to? intro. I guess it's 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 perfect timing. Uh, but. I've been listening to hella kid, uh, Ken Carson. Like, I'm putting it on the record now because I've been listening to him since like December or like January. But like, I've been wanting to talk about him, but we haven't done like a "What Are You Listening To" mm-hmm. podcast since the Sofego. Yeah, when I talked about Sofego. But like, yeah. Ken Carson is like in that same realm of like I think music. You said that in that episode. Did it I? May not have been in the I promo, think I did. but you said something like. Like Sofago's on that kind of da 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 Ken Carson something yeah. something. It's a wave. whole. Yeah. It's like a whole new like little like underground scene kind of happening right this, now. This crazy yeah. synth, yeah, heavy alternative, yeah, alternative, just like rock star, rap star shit for yeah. real. Like it's uh, it's really it's just like the the next wave after like what we grew up on in like 2015, 2016, like yeah. Cardi, Uzi, like yeah. that. But like it's like the new. New it's generation the advanced of that, version yeah, of it. the advanced version. Yeah, like, I want. I don't want to say ad, ad, advanced, advanced. Maybe not be the right word. It's the next step in the evolution. Evolution. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what song should we listen to? I know I use the the lyrics from Yale, but is there a specific song you want to listen to, real quick? I, I mean, I think Yale is the best introduction to Ken Carson for anybody that wants to listen. Either yeah, either Yale or high as shit. You can play both if you want. For Let's real. do Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they're both. They're both. You've already heard Yale. You need to hear yeah, high yeah. shit then. I think. I think ultimately, like, obviously, like. It's super fire. It's like, I don't know. It's different. It's like super psychedelic. It's like a happier, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, 
Pretty boy. It just reminds me of like early Cardi, honestly. Like dancing in the mirror with some lean, just like smiling with the gold grills. Yeah, like, yeah. It has that same feel, but like in a different way. I think the you just said it, but the best word to describe this Ken Carson Sofago whole lot of red as well kind of sound is like psychedelic. Like, yeah. like whereas so like Young Thug, Cardi, Uzi, like kind of started this sort of like we're rock star thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they're wearing the leather jackets, skinny jeans, like kind of having this like fuck you attitude. And then we get the SoundCloud era where we're having these like kind of punk, rebellious, low yeah. pump, smoke perps who are just like, we're shithead kids, fuck you all, we don't give a shit. And this is a different version of the rock star in the like, I'm just gonna get high as shit if you will and just like take these drugs and be on this different plane uh, of existence like in in his own world in a in it and that ultimately also gives off the like i don't give a fuck about you vibe you know and I, i think this is it's very psychedelic you know it's it's a it's a it's a new it's a really cool way i think to do this like new age rock star rapper yeah, definitely. thing i like i like it's it I, besides just the music like i fuck with him because like he's got his own brand kind of like that he's building called like teen x like like the teen x like song that like, cardi x, yeah Cody. but like that's that's like his shit like yeah, he, yeah. he's he he that's like his that's like the, the mixtape or the album yeah right? that, that was like, his, that was his first one. tape was teen x and the other, the other one was teen x relapse but like that's like his brand like like he has like he's making a whole clothing line and shit called Teen X like yeah. that that's like his his whole thing and like his debut project he's been hyping it up called Project X that's that's gonna come out mm-hmm. so like I don't know I, he has a cool like narrative and similar on that similar line of where like Cardi kind of was when he was first coming up but like in his own way and yeah. he signed to Opium which is Cardi's label so yeah yeah that like I and he like pro- he I produced, also he produced on Hola Red. He, I also he produced Bino. love that. Oh, really? Yeah, Damn, that's a fucking crazy ass beat. Yeah, I, I love that Cardi like knows too. Like the fact that he's yeah. like signed to Cardi's label. Like, like that man's so yeah. smart. Bro. I'm sure Cardi tried to sign Fago, but Travis is on him. What if What if it's been announced by the time that this episode comes out? Can, or uh, so Fago probably is. I mean, Travis. he Fago just put an Instagram picture out like an hour ago. The, the cat. It was a picture of him, but the on, the only the caption was just a cactus emoji. Okay. So it ha- well, like it, it all has right. To, okay. All right. It's ha- it, we'll call it. It's yeah, already that happened. Has to then, be it, basically. Like, um, as a side note, have you do you, you ever listened to SSG Kobe? Yeah. One day, like random as fuck, like. On my Instagram, literally three, like, I checked somebody's story, and it was SSG Kobe. I got out of the stories, the first post, hard post, somebody posted something about SSG Kobe. And then, like, and then, yeah, people that I know. And then, like, an hour later, I saw, like, I don't even remember what. Maybe it was on TikTok or something, like, another SSG Kobe thing. And I was like, okay, this is, like, a weird fucking sign. Maybe I should, like, listen to this guy. I fuck with his music, too. He, He, to me, is, like is in that same realm of kind of this new age psychedelic thing, but in a like softer kind of like yeah. a notch down. Maybe he's got a video from, with Cole Bennett. Oh really? Yeah. Does it already come out? Yeah. That song Calabasas. Oh really? Yeah. It was not, it, I, that's not my favorite song by him. I yeah. like, I like Sandlot. That's my favorite, uh, SSG Kobe song that in the video, super fire. 
Should we watch this? It's two and a half minutes. Let's let's say I'm just curious. I want to watch this real quick. Niggas they be capping on a chinny chin crimson. I'ma fuck this thought like a GTA she mission. And my bros booted up off the gas. And she bad. Shawty shaking ass. In the lane with beer. Here, hit the dash. I just call my clans. We could clash. I get hella lit. I'm a frat. Boy. Just hopped on like a snot type beat. Yeah, this. I, all the other stuff snot's that I've on, heard. Snot's verse is hard, but. All, all the other stuff that I've heard. Yeah. Play, from him, play I Sandlot. Like better. Do Sandlot real quick. Maybe you can put this one in for our listeners. Because this one's at, and then the video's fire too. You was giving head for like six dollars. Brand new car, brand new wheel. We could ways get pink slips. You don't gotta like me, just respect my dream. With Mel and Jimmy is like good trip. Don't mess with me when you pissed off. Don't fuck with me, you get flipped off. Like an edit boy, you get clipped off. On my neck, she left a bunch of look lost. With my brothers from day one in that sand lot. Like an edit boy, you get clipped off is a fire fucking line. <laughs> yeah. I really like that. Yeah, I see. I think this, that's kind of what I was talking about. This like kind of softer, a notch down style yeah. of it. I, I really like, but all right, cool. SSG Kobe uh, tangent. Um, okay, cool. Well, that, that wraps up what we've been listening to recently. Now we are going to go to the old discord and get some Discord questions. Our our good friends Tigger and Justin gave us a lot of questions, uh, but we're only going to answer one, maybe two of them. Um, I kind of actually really like both of these questions by Justin, uh, but I want to start with the with the music related one here. Um, our our good friend Justin asks, "How do you guys feel about NBA YoungBoy? Do you like him, hate him, or have no opinion for him? Do you think he deserves the hate he gets?" My opinion, that is Justin. Uh, Youngboy is one of my favorite artists to listen to when I'm trying to get hyped for the gym. He shouldn't be hated or memed. Um, first and foremost, he should be memed because <laughs> that shit is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think it being memed just comes with you being that big of an artist. Like you're yes, just gonna get memed. Definitely, definitely. Like, like the baby is getting memed like crazy. He just he didn't do anything. He's just fucking huge. And it, yeah. And it, <laughs> and it's the baby, and he's just like like the baby and NBA young boy for that matter. Like have these certain mannerisms about them in certain phrases and actions that yeah. are just they're just kind of funny. Like and it makes them unique. Yeah, which, yeah, which, which makes them memeable. Exactly. Like if, if you're exactly. a regular ass person, you're not very easy to meme because right. there's nothing to meme about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah no. So okay, first and foremost, he should get memed, and it's almost <laughs> a compliment. I feel like to get memed. Yeah. Um, okay. My my opinion on on NBA YoungBoy, I really don't listen to NBA YoungBoy. Um, I don't. I I don't want to say that I dislike him or hate him because that's not true but i I also wouldn't say that i necessarily like his music i'm pretty neutral on nba young boy to be quite honest i mean i i can't say i like listen to him like all the time like i i will with the right song Mm -hmm. but like i will say this when i naturally come across nba young boy like like a verse or something that goes viral or a video, like I'm just like this the whole time. Like, bro, he's just going in. Like, yeah, definitely. like, like I feel like there's nobody like him that 
does what he does, and like there's a lot of young boy clones that have come yes. came after young that boy. That is for sure. You know what I mean? That's for damn sure. So like yeah. for that reason, I have a lot of respect for him. But mm-hmm. at the same time, does he deserve all the hate he gets? I think he does because he's low key like a menace to society and <laughs> like dead ass. Like, I mean, you're he, dead, like, you're dead he, ass. Like, right. He gets into a lot of shit and he is really about everything he be rapping about. Yes, he is like yes, to the highest is. degree. So like. I mean, Naturally, he's in the he's feds going to, right He's now. going to get a lot of hate because yeah. he's like, like, bro, he's just fucked. He's fucked up. He's quite aggressive. Like yeah. NBA YoungBoy is, which an, makes his music as a, as so great person. because he is aggressive. Like he, like his energy is transmuted through his fucking music. Yeah, I, yeah, I think. Um, it was like X. Like X was he, kind of like that too. Like I yeah. society, but like you felt it through the music. I, I wouldn't want to hate on him. F- on NBA Youngboy or X for their music. Yeah. But for their own personal behavior and antics and whatnot, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's I crazy how, like, that just, like, like their personal shit and everything they do, that's what makes the music, like, what it is. Yeah. Like, if they weren't like that, they, like, if NBA Youngboy just, like, lived in therapy and just, like, turned everything down like his music probably wouldn't be what it is right now of course you know not. what i mean of course not no totally <laughs> but i don't know i fuck with young boy like i think he's I, he's way bigger than everybody thinks he really is oh my god and yeah dude like the, he's gonna the be youtube numbers for nba yeah. young boy are absolutely and he's fucked. he's gonna be around for a while like regardless of like what you think or like in in jail out of jail like people are just gonna talk about yeah. him always like for a while at least he's he's a, a polarizing figure in hip hop very right now he's one of the one of the few like truly polarizing people yeah. that I think that we without have without a doubt um, okay let's go to this non music related question which I I really enjoy um, this is in italics so I'm gonna say it italicized poof. <laughs> you were the number one prospect in your draft class basketball football whatever we're going with basketball here by Good. the way um if nike jordan adidas etc walked up to you with a deal which deal would you take you can pick any company and justin says uh for him he'd pick adidas because they would make him the face of their brand being the number one prospect and uh all the deals are the same money um, you you go first. I'm curious. I I feel like I I kind of know what you're gonna say, but I'm I'm curious. Who who are you gonna pick if you if you're getting? I mean, a what? Deal? I'm just like thinking. Like it's. Let's say for this, you're not getting a signature model yet. This is your rookie shoe deal. You know what I mean? Like you aren't you aren't gonna have your own yeah. fucking Jordan yet. But I guess just like I don't know. This just, is like, off more the top of, of my head. I can't think of that many like companies that are giving out shoe deals like that. Like. For NBA players, like I feel like you can put them on in the palm of your hand. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, Nike, Adidas, Under, well, Under I think, Armour. I think all like most NBA players have shoe deals, like where Nike will give them shoes, but they're not a like signature Nike athlete, though. Okay. You know, somebody like Zion Williamson or Jason Tatum or, or Luca. Those guys are all signed to Jordan brand, and those are like signature Jordan athletes, or yeah. like Carmelo or CP3. But I'm sure fucking I don't know Jalen Brown or uh, or 
Lonzo Ball or getting free Nike shoes. They're just well, well, Lonzo. You signed a big baller brand. <laughs> I was literally gonna say like, Lavar, <laughs> come on the fucking podcast, yo. Oh my god, yo. Uh, if Lavar Ball was on the podcast, bro, I would gaslight the shit out of him. Oh my god, I'd be like, so Lavar, Michael Jordan's got you in the post. How are you defending him? Oh, easy, easy. No, all right. Anywho, anywho I think so, I would sign a Nike. Just be like, honestly, because I'm, I'm reading the book about the creator, like the guy that made Nike, and I'm yeah. reading about like it's his book, yeah, his biography, Phil, autobiography. Phil Knight, right? Yeah, Phil yeah. Knight. I'm uh, reading about his journey and how Nike got started. I'm very inspired by his story, at yeah. least the beginning of it right now. So I feel like I, just for that reason, I would pick Nike. It's, it's not a, it's not the wrong. He literally, he literally choice. traveled the world with the idea of trying to make, to bring Japanese running shoes to America and sell them. And on the journey, he traveled the whole fucking world, essentially yeah. from Japan all the way through Asia, Europe and shit. And he stopped in wherever, I think it's Greece where like the Mount, the mountain of, and temp, not temple, something of Nike. Like he literally like mm-hmm. read about the history like of the it. Like the messenger, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Greek God, the messenger. Yeah. Yeah. I forget exactly what he said about it, but like, it was just like a enlightenment type of moment where, mm-hmm. He wanted to name his brand Nike, which was just reading it. It was it was really cool. Yeah. Like he literally traveled the world, did not know like there's no internet, no nothing. This is back in 1962. Yeah, like he went out on a limb. Traveling across the world in 1962 was probably so fucking hard. That's what I'm saying. How the fuck would you get from one place to That's another, what I'm saying. bro? Like, like how? It, it, like and all he tells every interaction, every story that or every like event that got him to like the next spot like the he met the right person to meet the right other right person in this big Japanese shoe company somehow finagled his way to meet the CEO of the company pitched his pitch so well to where the dude believed in him gave him his first pair of 100 shoes respect like and brought it back to the states like I don't know it was it's a it was a cool story okay Nike is a good choice so for me Five years ago, six years ago, I probably would have said Adidas. Stylistically, I really like Adidas for a lot of reasons. But yeah. like, but if I'm if I'm going to the NBA and I'm gonna be number one draft pick, uh, I can't. I see. I think I'm gonna go Jordan. Just isn't Jordan under Nike though? So that's what I was gonna say <laughs> is like you get the dual citizenship oh, basically okay. of Nike and Jordan. <laughs> Plus, I'm gonna get all the crazy retros. I'm gonna get all yeah. the fucking crazy retro True. Jordan models. Um, but I kind of want to go. I also want to just like explore like a different option. I'm kind of interested in Reebok. <laughs> like, what if I was the face of Reebok? You know, it would fit I mean? you. I feel like that's, that's kind of on brand. You think I? You think I would fit some Reeboks? Yeah, I got some Reeboks upstairs. I got some Reeboks actually. Too. Shit, I should have worn them. I th- actually, Reebok just screams like classic to me. I, yeah, and, me, and you're 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 like same. A, you like, I would I would do. You the seem old like you classic like classic models. rock, classic like. Um, <laughs> Cla- cla- your fit, your fits are just like classic. They're not flashy. Think, they're not anything. They're just like they're solid. I would look nice with a hint of like nostalgia. Like, dude, you know what I mean, I think I could fuck with Reebok. I could get all the old Iversons. I could get all the old Sean Kemp's, the old Shaq shoes. <laughs> Reebok, yeah. fucking holler like at your would, boy. I feel like it would be fitting. Jack Jack Harlow gets New Balance, and then I as the other 
uh, white person from Kentucky with the shoe deal will get a, yeah. a Reebok deal. Then, it fits. You know? It fits. Okay, what what if I go with uh, <laughs> what if I go with Starberry? You think, Starberries. You think I can hit Stephon Bring Marbury the Starberries up? back? That'd be Dude, fire. Those if someone were... went on a limb, like if Zion came in the league and just said, I'm going to be the face of Starberry and like revived him, <laughs> I bet he could do it. Like he he oh, he would dude. easily be able to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Zion Williamson could do whatever he wants. I I wasn't Bro. surprised when he signed with Jordan though. They gave him a that was fat crazy old watching him live. Oh yeah yeah yeah. How was that? Is it like just as crazy as Bro, you it's would crazier think it watching is? live? Seeing a man that large Bro. move that fast, jump that high. Bro, with him it's like he has such good handles. He's quick and he's fucking huge. Yeah. But that man gets one like he if he gets his first step on you off a dribble and he gets one foot in the paint like literally one foot it's he's so just gonna jump and float and then lay it up like around you like every time he, he went he was like sixteen for nineteen from the field and had like thirty nine <laughs> points but like they were all just the same move just like crossover jump float finagle layup like every time like the toughest layups too and i'm just like how the fuck that is true whenever i watch the pelicans games if zion gets that first step it's a wrap like 75 yeah because because even w- w- when he jumps in the air like you're not stopping him you like do? it's 300 pounds of like do? pure muscle thickness in the, <laughs> thickness in the air bro. zion is thick <laughs> i mean no homo, but Zion is thick though. <laughs> yeah, that boy got a dump truck on him, bro. <laughs> he did. He was thick. Even my girlfriend said, "Was like, damn, he's got a huge ass on him." <laughs> oh my god, dude! We're like, I, I don't know if she said that herself. I said it, and she just like agreed with me. She was like, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, he does. Man, sometimes I. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna go down the rabbit hole of of athletes' butts. <laughs> I have all right. I am gonna make one comment though. The largest ass I've ever seen on a human being was on a man in Puerto Rico, and this dude definitely played football. Like I'm not profiling this man. He was six five, at least like three twenty, built, and just had a massive ass. Like like dude, his no, ass cheeks a- set. Like each of them had to be twenty five pounds. Did you it get was a- insane. You give a double take, dude. I swear. <laughs> I I hope Patrick Jackson is listening to this episode because I know he knows exactly. We were walking back to our car and we were like, "Yo, do you fucking see that dude's over ass over there? Afternoon, double cheeked up. <laughs> he was triple cheeked afternoon. up. It was crazy." <laughs> <sighs> okay, enough enough talk about man's asses. Uh, let's talk about some hot takes. God, I need here. to come up with one. I haven't. You don't have one yet? Okay, you're going to freestyle it. Okay, I'll go first then. Um, my hot take... Uh, how, how do I want to frame this? My hot take this week honestly isn't as much of a hot take as much it is merely an observation. Um, the new Lil Nas X song, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, Um I actually think because of the video and all of in the shoe deal and all the hoopla that surrounded it, I think people overlooked the fact that it's actually a pretty good song. It's yeah. actually like I was thinking that too because like all of that distracted me from actually listening to the song. Exactly. And, I, and, then, I, and then, exactly. When I, then when I did, I was like, bro, if people if people would have just listened to the song before they before they watched the video, totally, like they they wouldn't be up in. It's I, just the media fucking spreading whatever like 
agenda that they want to spread to get literally the only reason the media exists is to get a reaction out of you yeah like that's how yeah. they make money is getting totally their, so like no that's 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 and fucking trevor lawrence tweets and comes out and says oh this shit or this is music is crossing the line it's like bro like there's been like people devil worshippers bands back in like the 70s and 80s like that is the like, other when point has the, like bro what's his face gg allen existed bro like i'm like saying, come on I'm like, is, is dude not Gigi Allen, bro. I am so <laughs> fucking glad that you said that because that has been my point with this entire thing. I remember I watched the video me and Chris did, and I remember being like, "God, I have seen way crazier shit in music like, videos. Watch a comedy video, way like, more." Bro, they were doing they're heroin. doing heroin in the video. Like, that was way more offensive and jarring than Lil Nas, Lil Nas X like fucking twerking on, on Satan, on bro. Satan, like, which, which Satan is fake. And by the way, he kills Satan at the end. <laughs> like, hey, by the way, Satan's not even fucking real. Okay, let's get that. No, right, I didn't mean right. that. Like, no. I meant like, like it, that, it is a that, fake that person in there. Is not, it's not Satan himself, guys. No, like, no. it's a fake. It's a, it's a person dressed Dude, up as Satan. I'm so for the glad. sake of entertainment. I'm like, so glad you share this opinion with me. It's so fucking insane that that it was really that up in arms when there are like plenty of music videos that I could pull up on YouTube right now that are way more offensive than than yeah, that Lil Nas X song. And I say it's all just, of that to say this: the song's pretty good. Yeah. It's got a catchy little beat. I like the lyrics. I, I kind of like. That it's this so song of like liberation for Lil Nas X, so, like somebody who uh, is like openly gay in this like in the biggest spotlight that somebody could have. Yeah. Like it's a really good song. Yeah, not but, to get fucking political, but I guess it's gonna get a little political. Yeah, like, get a little political. Like conservative right media yes, is just sir. taking this as like you know as bait. Yeah, to to reel more conservative people and stir the pot you they know? were they're using uh the outrage of the lil nas x video to cover up the fact that a uh a, a, a senate member or a congressman drove over state lines with uh a young girl to have sexual relations oh my god allegedly uh yeah i read that like i think fantano put something up on his story or some shit about that probably yeah yeah it's Fucking insane, but, but yeah. yeah so I, like, like Candace Owens tweeted like, Cardi B does or twerks on the Grammys. Somebody does this. Lil Nas X twerking on the devil. Like, when will when will it stop? Like the lines, the or like, like where do we like draw the line? I'm just like, bro. Like, do they not understand that like art? Like y'all don't drive the line at like caging up little kids on the border, like. <laughs> Or I'm just like, it, or just we, like, we, we, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we're gonna, we're stop. gonna, we're gonna get, we're gonna get there, crazy. Bro. Okay, like, I'm yeah. just, I'm, I already feel myself getting furious. Let's, shout, let's get back. Shout to out, my, uh... shout out, Lil Nas X. He made a great <laughs> song with a controversial video that is not really that controversial. Yep. Shout out, Lil Nas X. Shout out, Lil Nas X. Hey, very bold. Honestly, it took. He said, "Very bold." I, I watched the Absolutely. interview with him and Fantano. He was talking about like. The, he had this idea of the rollout. It's it took him like nine or ten months to like really bring just this single oh, yeah. and <clears throat> and this video to fruition, and being bold to like, you know, have a message like that portrayed in such a way that you know is going to be mm -hmm. very controversial. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, it's it it seems like it's paid off. It went number one, but like he 
from his tweets, he's saying he hasn't had like a great time because of all like the hate that. Yeah. I, naturally. I think honestly too, this is the last note I have on it and then we can move on to your hot take. I think this, um, is kind of helping solidify Lil Nas X's, I, maybe not longevity, but his ability to endure. Like he had the like number one song basically ever. Right. And then like, doesn't release anything for a while has the few, you know, the little seven song EP, the one single before this and now, and now this song and every single, like this song. And then I, I think a uh, holiday or whatever it is, like both had these crazy media rollouts. And this one obviously has all this backlash from it, but he still is finding a way to be relevant after having the biggest song of all time. And if you can do that, that I think Lil Nas X will probably be around for a lot longer than people will expect. And we might look back on this moment in his career and like laugh and be like, wow, that's nothing compared to what happened after this. Or this might be the craziest thing that he's ever done. And now he's going to be kind of shunned out of taking these artistic, you know, uh, um, experiments, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. Shout out Lil Nas X. All right. What do you got this week? I, this just came up on the spot, uh, and I don't know. I don't know how people are going to take this or not, but we'll go, we're going to go with it. I, th- I mean, I think it's a fair take. Um, I don't know why I thought of it, but like, I think I think the city of Memphis is just as influential, if not more influential, than Atlanta when it comes to the South. I'm let's not go, disagreeing. Let's go, let's go back, bro. I'm let's go back. Let's go back. So, like, even before like Three Six Mafia, which is like the biggest, mm-hmm. and they're extremely influential, was going towards it, like down to Atlanta to like all hip hop for real. But like, yeah. even bef- like before that, like the crunk era of yeah. like hip hop, uh-huh. club music started. Hip hop club music kind of really started in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And like the call and response type of music, like the Lil John and like, yeah. like, like, uh, to the window, to the wall, no, like, totally. like the call and response, like the, the artist to the crowd, like screaming shit back and forth. Like that really started with like the Memphis scene and just like all of like, I just think like musically and sonically a lot of like stuff that's still relevant to like this day. Mem- a lot of Memphis, themes and motifs. Yeah. Memphis is responsible for. Yeah. And even before like Atlanta really got on, mm-hmm. like I think Memphis kind of started that. I don't want to. I'm. Like, it's. It's just like it's obviously it's like an opinion and like no one city is more influential than than the other. Like yeah. I guess it's just like your taste and like if you're like really tapped in, you could probably trace it. And pe- somebody that knows more than me could could give more facts about it but like i don't know i just think it's really interesting the city of memphis and how like the evolution of like their sound and all the artists have come out of there yeah. have influenced atlanta and uh, the, the south the southern hip-hop rap in general completely i think i don't think they get enough love honestly like they're, they're not talked about everybody talks about atlanta that's fair like, people don't talk that's about totally memphis enough. fair and now think. you got the likes of young dolph key glock uh-huh. Yo Gotti, Moneybag yo now poo shiesty like yeah. like they're going crazy and people don't really like People aren't really talking about them as much as like people talk about Atlanta. I mean, I'll say this: uh, just the influence of Three Six Mafia alone means more than like a lot of this yeah. other shit. That's in like hip-hop, that's like you know what I mean. That's like because uh, Andre Three Thousand and Big Boy, whatever. 
Outcast. Outcast. Why was I blanking <laughs> on a name right there? Uh, that's like that for like Atlanta. To, yeah, yeah. To Memphis. And the thing about Three Six Mafia is it's not only just their sound. It's not that juicy J flow. It's not that ding 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 ding. And like yeah. the beats. It's not just that. But those dudes were real DIY. Yeah. Like guys, like making their own fucking cassette tape recordings yeah. in fucking Juicy J's mom's fucking living yeah. room and basement. Project Pat selling fucking CDs and cassette tapes out of the back of their trunk yeah. and shit like that like as far as i home, mean that that happened everywhere but like three six mafia took that and and made it part of their like brand and yeah. took that in stride and that's really what ultimately like blew those guys up yeah and the whole and city up for real juicy j academy award winner let the record show Juicy J has more oscar wins than meryl streep i just want everybody <laughs> to remember that um, but no, dude, I, th- I totally agree. I, I think I'm actually guilty in, in not giving Memphis the, People um, sleep on them, man. the praise I, I, that it needs for I don't know for, what it exactly is. Sound. Like, I think Memphis is kind of like an Atlanta in a way that it's like its own world. Like, mm-hmm. like a lot like, of travel really also bustles culture. through Memphis as yeah. well. I don't know if people on the West Coast can really like relate to everything like they probably listen and bump to memphis rappers but maybe not relate to like a lot of like the things that they're talking about yeah, from memphis yeah. but I, I don't know man i i love the I way just don't people, hear people talk about memphis enough no totally totally i love the way from people i i love the way people from memphis talk yeah they say music <laughs> when it really gets down to the music yeah it scares I, I, I just me. think overall the the pool of artists from memphis are very respectable credible and very authentic mm-hmm. musicians and artists you know what i mean i'm just gonna like give just a quick young Dolph himself search. is like a ceo of his own independent label and has done it for a while now he's got key glock and you know a couple other artists that i probably don't know on there but i don't know man i'm rambling now no but no shout no, out no. To Memphis. um yeah la- like last point on that is um Whoa, what the fuck? I thought this is a Wikipedia page. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> Can I not just get the first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, there we Tommy go. Tommy Wright, the motherfucking third. Bro, literally, he's like one of the first people listed Damn. on this Wikipedia page. Um, Yeah, like th- I will say, too, and kind of this last uh, uh point on it, uh, Yo Gotti and Young Dolph um, are the first, or some of the first people of like, the generation of hip hop that I was listening to who started their own labels and went for it and like at like who were, were an artist who started their own labels. I'm not saying they're the first people yeah. or the first people from the hood to start a label or anything like that because that's obviously not true. But those dudes like Dolph talks about it in so many songs like labels coming to him and offering him two million dollars and he's like, no, I don't want to do it. Like I'm going to do it how I want to do it. And he starts his own label and does it his own way. And I think, I mean, like, it says a lot to turn easy money down and start it your own way based off of pride for your city and your sound yeah, and everything, you know? It, he bet on himself. Dolph is a hustler, man. Like, he could, he can do it without a label. Like, it's, you can do it without a label, man. You just have to have that just crazy belief in yourself that you will do anything to, like... Yeah make your career happen because really that's what a label is doing. Like they're helping you put the pieces together and really putting the money into you. Like that's really all it is. A label is a bank. Like they got got big checks basically. Like if you really believe in yourself and like 
put yourself in the right opportunities and positions like you don't you don't need a label especially yeah. nowadays true Dolph has kind of proved that true look how long he's lasted too because he's not on a label and got fucked up in a deal to where he can't release music or you know a birdman type trap happens where he's keeping all your music locked up God. like and holding and not paying you birdman. paying you your royalties and shit i i listened to a whole entire podcast the other day about birdman shit is fucked up yeah like is I, I grew, it's crazy because I grew up like uh, like idolizing Birdman and Wayne, bro. I know. And then I grew and you grew up to just fi- to find out that just Birdman out he's is a, a fuck. Ter- yeah, just a terrible person. He's a fuck, he's a terrible person. I was I was I was listening to a podcast about uh, Tyga's manager was like laying down the story about how he was on Young Money and like he never saw any of the money that he made with Young Money. Like Dude. his manager flew out to Miami, was there for like a month on. Birdman's front door would not like open the door like on some like fuck shit like <laughs> like just just weird like behind the scenes stories like Birdman just really slimy dude oh god damn it <laughs> that is so fucked up yeah. man f- he he made Lil Wayne do a free Wheezy album bro like that's so <laughs> fucked up he held the Carter 5 oh. for like 7 years bro oh my god and then by the time it came out like it was that wave had we, passed we were, we were like yeah we're good <laughs> Yeah. When the Carter Five came yeah. out, we were like, mm, I was not excited for it, and like it was good. like forced features on there. Okay. Like X was on there for some reason. It was just like, man, that's right. There is a oh my god, and then Lil Wayne, <laughs> like in the interview afterwards of yeah. the album drop, can't pronounce his name. No, yeah, like, that's how you I, know. When I heard about X X, uh, what's his yeah, name? But, uh, I'm to, just like, oh but my also god. to Wayne, bro, Wayne. Has been through it, yeah, with like yeah, yeah, yeah. Drug use and I stuff. Know, for sure, memory for is sure. probably not that's, great. That's nothing against Wayne. I just like I forgot that that happened. Yeah, that is mind boggling. Shout out to, to Lil me. Wayne. Shout, shout out to, out to shout Lil out to Wayne, Birdman, I guess. Um, also, this is completely not hot take related. Um, shout out to Paul Pierce, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking legend. The truth. Fucking legend. You, <laughs> I don't even. Th- I was moved by how absolutely absurd when I woke up and saw Paul Pierce partying with strippers, just fucking drunk. Said we we've been to turkeys before. Oh, we've been to turkeys. I, oh my god! And also, it all that was on the same night as his son's birthday. Oh my! As god. his son's like eighth birthday, Shout he's got strippers Pierce's at the wife. crib, bro. The f- motherfucking truth, baby. Oh, all right, everybody. I want to remind you all to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to both of the channels on YouTube, join the Discord, follow us on TikTok, join the Patreon. Let's get John Buchanan's fucking head shining up real nice. Let's get a thousand dollar fucking <laughs> Patreon soldier here. Let's get it. Um, and we will be back next week with another interview episode. And uh, as always, I am your host, Clay Bonin. Co-host, Tanner Mavis. Deuces. Peace. Love you guys. Appreciate y'all.